Now, all conquering Australian diamonds. They're off to the UK after a massive 2023 in which they won the World Cup and now hold every trophy in world netball. They're off to the UK for the Netball Nations Cup, which plays out over the next two weekends against New Zealand, England and Uganda in the middle of uh, the UK winter. They've travelled from a training camp at the IAS in Canberra across to England and as they got set to leave uh, late on Thursday, I think it was, I caught up with the Australian coach, Stacey Marinkovic. Yeah, there's a lot of energy um, and enthusiasm across the entire group. I think um, everyone had a really good time over Christmas just to fill their cup and spend some time with family, but they've also trained extremely hard. They've uh, come in in really good nick, so the, the transition to the court's been a smooth one and um, we're you know enjoying our time. How do you reflect on such a dominant year where, as I said, you claimed the World Cup. Again, you hold all the trophies in World Netball. You beat England in that World Cup final and now you head to their floor and get a chance to face them again. But firstly, how did 2023 rate in the years you've been in charge so far? Oh, in, in all honesty, it was a dream come true with, with everything that we were able to achieve as a group and you know to be able to to fill the cabinet and I guess win the marquee events that we had a vision for for so long was um, you know, something that you, you you sort of pinch yourself about and go like when you, you reflect back and, um, you know, but I think that the group's got a lot of humility. I think, um, you know, we had three losses last year. Um, the margins are so close in international netball. So our feet are still so firmly on the ground because it starts again and, mm. and trophies are up for grabs. Um, you also re-signed as coach just before the World Cup through to the end of 2027. As you embark on your fourth full year in charge, I mean, you came in roughly midway through 2020 and obviously a bit of a slow start with COVID and those sort of things. Do you finally feel settled? Does a national team coach ever feel settled in a role as important as that? I think I feel settled with the the group that I've got in terms of the high performance staff and my understanding of the role in terms of level of comfort. I, I don't think international netball is a, is a place that always at any time feels comfortable because it's so competitive. And um, you know, as I said, like it's it's great to win, but. Um, it's not a given and you have to work extremely hard. So um, it certainly keeps me on my toes and it makes sure that we're continuing to look at ways to evolve the program. Uh, Courtney Bruce won the Liz Ellis Diamond for a second time. Uh, she's part of that, yeah, that nucleus of star players led by Liz Watson, Paige Hadley, vice-captain. No real surprises for the squad you've picked uh, for the UK. But I, I want to ask you, as you embark on a new year, just about managing the development of Diamonds players and, and, and when do you know that it's the right time to blood a younger player or someone outside your best seven and how much of a focus will that be this year? Yeah, I think there's definitely a time that we need to look at our youth and, and provide opportunity so that there's the, the transition of players' understanding of game plan and intensity and just high-performance behaviours. So there's there's certainly a view that we'll, we'll look forward. Um, and I guess, you know, coming off the Fast Five, we had a lot of our youth within that group. So I think we're in a really good position as terms of players getting a little bit of international opportunity. We had some invitees in our last squad camp, and I guess that's the, the part when we name our new squad is just uh, we're pretty skinny with the, the numbers that we've got at the moment. So we've got room to, to add and evolve. So we've, we've just got to get that balance right. 
you've never played Uganda. This is a team that's uh, world number seven. They finished fifth at the World Cup. Clearly, we're seeing a bit of a, a netball boom in Africa. How excited are you to prepare for a new opponent and, and the different styles of netball, I suppose, you get from those three unique opponents? Yeah, it's definitely something that the team's spoken about. To have such a uh, historic moment playing Uganda, it's something that this Australian group will do for the very first time. And we've got a huge amount of respect as to what the African countries can actually do. They've, they play a completely different style. They'll challenge us in a, in a really different way. And we, we know that they're excited to play against the Diamonds. So it's, uh, it'll be really competitive. But I think that the moment in itself is, is something that we're really going to cherish. Yeah, as I say, the occasion for Uganda as well. Surely uh, it's not lost on you that the opportunity they have to face the world champions, knowing full well the, the gulf in quality, the, in professionalism and how challenging it will be for them. But nonetheless, I'm sure it's a big deal for them. Do you have to take a moment to think about that position you're in as leaders in the sport globally, the significance of that sort of stuff? Absolutely. And the thing that we talk about is that whenever we step out on court, that we've got to bring our best brand of netball against every opposition. And, and the way in which you respect countries coming through is by being being at your best um, and seeing what they can do against you. And, um, you know, in, in all honesty, they do play such a different style that it will take us a little bit to adapt and shift with that at the same time. So, yeah, we have absolute respect for what they can do. And by playing at our best, I think that shows that, you know, we, we will be understanding of, of where they're coming from and, and what they're trying to achieve. I'll get to uh, New Zealand in a second, but what are you expecting from the host nation and your World Cup final opponents, England? Oh, it's going to be ferocious. I mean, the crowd certainly will, will be uh, right behind their, their home team and, um, you know, they're really ramped up in terms of their crowd support and and just the way in which they're running netball over there. So, um, yeah, they're, they're blooding a lot of young players um, and even their experience, um, you know, has still got a huge energy and enthusiasm because of um, the number of caps that they've got there. So, um, yeah, they're a little bit unknown in, in some quantity, uh, but certainly we, we know the style of play that they like and um, we're, we're looking forward to that challenge. We're speaking with Australian Diamonds coach Stacey Marinkovic ahead of the Netball Nations Cup in the UK, which uh, they're travelling to as we speak, and it starts next weekend in London and Leeds. Uh, Just recently, Stacey, I know you love all sports. Elisa Healy, the captain of our Aussie women's cricket team, said that it feels like people only talk about us when we lose. Could it sometimes feel like that when you've got a team that people expect such a sustained level of success from that you don't really get the dues that you otherwise should? Um, Yeah, I guess so in in some part. But I think the other side to it is we want to play a really exciting brand of netball. We we want to play a really aggressive, attacking one. It's fast and it's dynamic and in defence that we're in the contest. So hopefully, regardless of the, the result, that, you know, people can actually talk about the way in which we play the game and also the way in which the sport's been played. Where do you set your goals at the start of a new year? Obviously, it's not a Commonwealth Games or a World Cup year. What do you sort of look ahead to in 2024 as far as it being a successful year? Yeah, I think it would be really easy just to go, oh, you know, the the win-loss and, and that's sort of your benchmark. But for us, I think it's a, a lot deeper than that. We've certainly got some key things that we want to look 
too, from a, a high-performance perspective in terms of delivery of our program, um, transfer of what their physical capacities have done uh, in this pre-season to what it looks like in the actual uh, game plan, looking at different combinations. We've had a couple of retirees. So, mm. um, yeah, just looking at a, a lot of different things to gather as much information to really set um, our plan for, for the next step to 2027. And as if to um, prove Elisa Healy's theory correct, I guess the example that people will revisit about the Diamonds is that success in New Zealand has been hard to come by. I think uh, one win from the eight times you've coached there, correct me if I'm wrong, sorry to bring it up, but the Silver Ferns are hard to play anywhere, but particularly at home. How much of a focus will that be? I don't think the Constellation Cup dates have been set for this year yet, have they? But in some ways that feels like the, the last frontier, winning a series there. Yeah, and, and that's something that we, we spoke about at the Constellation Cup and we weren't able to, to get over that. We certainly got ahead, um, but just weren't able to close out games. So where I guess when you, you talk about, well, what's next for the Diamonds, it's, it's actually having our brand of netball being present and dominant in any arena at mm. any time of the year. And, uh, you know, we've, we've still got a way to go to, to be able to do that. And you came close in the Constellation Cup last year as well, didn't you? So uh, one to keep her eye on, of course. Stacey, always appreciate your time. Safe travels to the UK. I think by the time this goes to air, you'll have touched down in London. I hope you've got your warmest coat. Uh, but at London next weekend and then Leeds the week after. So continued success for you and the Diamonds. And thanks for joining us on Grandstand Around Australia. No, thank you for your support.